This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1010, Speaking Part 2 Sample, Useful Website Challenge. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. It can be difficult to fill two minutes responding to some IELTS Part 2 questions. Today, we share a sample answer for a question about a useful website that would score band nine. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Hello, Aubrey. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm really good. We get to go. Um, it's finally sunny and dry here. So Rare. we're going to go. I know. It is a unique day. Um, so James and I are going to go to this place called Gateway Green. And it's this public, uh, like, mountain bike BMX park with, like, oh. jumps and trails and stuff like that. Um, so Does yeah. he do, like, BMX biking? Like, jumping? Yes. Oh, that's fun. And he apparently goes off the biggest jumps, and I'm going to be scared. But, you know, I'll report about that next week, guys. So stay tuned to find out <laughs> how we do today. If you guys um, listened to the All Ears English episode, you probably heard a recent episode where I kind of threw Lindsay off because I had done like a role play and I asked her, um, have you ever done any BMX biking? And she was like, what <laughs> is that? <laughs> she didn't even know what it was. It was amazing. Really? <laughs> yes. It's really so funny. funny. <laughs> it was awesome. You know, be like, I'm trying to think before before I was in the world of parenting. Did I know? Yeah, I don't, I I don't know if I did. Friends growing up that broke their arms BMXing. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about BMXing today, guys. We're gonna give you a sample part two answer to a question that I must have seen. Gosh, I can't even count the number of test booklets that I've seen this question in over the years. Um, so I was an IELTS examiner for 14 years, and we had a number of different test booklets um, that came out that were put into and out of rotation. So you guys don't know what questions you're going to get, right? But this is a question that was on the exam quite often. But on the surface, it seems easy. But 
students still had a tough time talking for two minutes about this. Um, Aubrey, can you tell us what the part two question is? Yeah, so it's to describe a website that you find useful or that you use often, something like this. And I I think this would be difficult because I could, you know, describe a website in a few sentences and then I might have a hard time knowing what else to say about it. So I definitely would have to use that strategy to go off on a tangent a little bit, share a story, I think. Otherwise, yeah. I, I think I'm going to be like a lot of students where you'd be like, um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. Like, so students would be like, oh, um, first of all, they might like answer it wrong and maybe talk about Google. I don't, oh. I wouldn't say Google is a website, right? It's a search it's a engine. Search engine, yeah, that's it's different. Different, right? So, like, first of all, like, first step, make sure you're talking about a website, right? Um, and second of all, guys, I would say, Try to think of a website that you can connect to a story. So maybe the eat, like Aubrey said, I think an easy one would be IMDb because then you could be like, yeah, I looked up this movie on IMDb and then you could talk about the movie, um, what the cast and director are that you saw on there or something. Yes, or um, I was thinking Amazon maybe. And then you could talk yeah. about all the things you've purchased on Amazon and how you go to that website way too often. Totally. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, I I have the app on my phone. I'm always yes, in there. Right. Um, yeah. Amazon would be so easy because then you could talk about all the different parts of it, right? Like totally. Prime Books. Video, yes. um, Amazon Music. There's a podcast that I love and Amazon Music like stole it. <laughs> Really? What podcast? Well, I mean, they they didn't steal it. They just like they they made they they uh they hired the guy that made it to only put it exclusively on Amazon Music to drive really? people to Amazon Music. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> you can't blame them. <laughs> right? What's the podcast? Yeah. Um it's called Disgraceland. And I mean, it worked. Mm. That's the only reason I got the Amazon Music app on my phone was for <laughs> this one podcast because I love it so much. Uh, um, I love Amazon Music. I listen to that app all the time. I choose that over the other music listening apps. It's a good one. Okay. So, guys, we have talked a lot about um, the different ways you could approach this. And we've offered our own ideas and feelings on this topic. I think this is a great example of where listening to native speakers have a conversation, a real conversation about something that is an IELTS topic. Guys, this is where you get the best vocabulary. This is where you get the natural linking phrases, informal fillers that we use when we're talking. So, I know that we've told you this before, but guys, definitely don't skip the beginnings of episodes. Yes. Don't skip the time when we're having conversations, okay? Because that's where you get the good stuff. Okay, so I'm going to do my best to answer this um, part two question. All right, I'm so, going to time you, and then I'll give you feedback after. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Aubrey. Um, okay, so the topic, guys, is describe a useful website. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Okay, let me know. Wait, let me know when okay. my time starts. Start. <laughs> you may begin speaking so, now. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> this is a tricky one. You know, at first when I saw website, my mind didn't go to the right um, areas. I thought apps on my phone. And I guess a lot of the apps are also websites. But when I tried to think of one that is purely a website, the first one that came to mind was Common Sense Media. I have been a regular user of Common Sense Media for years. So what this website does is it has reviewers critique movies to tell you how appropriate they are for different ages. So it's a movie review site, but it's in order for families to check and see if something is um, appropriate for their age children. And it has different categories. So it'll it'll have like positive messages, um, branding, uh, language, uh, violence, and it has all these different categories. And then it'll have like one dot if there's a little of this, five dots if there's a lot of that, which I find very useful because my expectations, my uh, limitations are a bit looser <laughs> than other parents. I think regarding what movies that I allow James to watch with me, of course, like, for example, I don't mind if there are some F-bombs thrown in because, gosh, that's language in the real world. It's not like he hasn't heard it before. Um, It's not like he'll not use that word growing up. So I don't personally mind bad words. But um, as far as like adult mature content, like intimacy, right? I am not okay with him watching that because his brain is not ready for those ideas or those images yet. So I definitely pay attention to those categories. And I love how they tell me if it's like appropriate for... Thank um, you. Have you recommended this website to anyone else? I have, like every parent that I know. Yeah. (laughs) Why not me? You've never told me about this website and I needed to know this. This is going to be really good for me. (laughs) I'm surprised that I never brought it up before. Um, Anyway. That's funny. Okay, so let me tell you, there was some really good stuff there, you guys. First of all, you noticed when Jessica's intonation, how it changes when she says, but and and, right? This is so when you want to just make the way you're speaking more interesting, you don't want to have a monotone. We often talk about emphasizing the adjectives more, but you can also emphasize these contractions. You're adding a new idea and you can emphasize that word. And that also gives you that great variety of intonation. Awesome. Yes. Okay. And then I loved how you said, F-bombs. Like, this is great slang, you guys. You can't use curse words in front of the examiner, but this is great slang for one of the worst swear words in English, or at least one of the ones that people (laughs) consider the worst. I could just call it the F-bomb. It starts with the letter F. So this is slang we use to refer to it. You can say this in front of anyone. I would say F-bomb in front of my grandma, and she would know what I meant, and she would not be offended. Right? So this is a great way, if you want to refer to swear words, this is a good way to get that variety of vocabulary with the slang and also not have to actually say the swear word. Yeah. um, And to extend the phrase, we also, we use it with the verb drop, right? To drop an F-bomb. And we do get questions sometimes from students about appropriacy of certain language on the exam. Um, I mean, students are worried that they can't even use slang on the exam. And we've told you guys that, yeah, no, you have to use some slang, some idioms in speaking part one and part two. However, do not use swear words, guys. It is... 
inappropriate and disrespectful. Um, if you're in front of a younger examiner like me, I still consider myself a younger examiner. I'm not sure if I oh, can yeah, anymore. Young thing. <laughs> um, like I, I'm not gonna like mark you down for it, but I, I certainly will think like you know, this person is not being appropriate right now. I won't like ding your score or anything. Um, but a lot of examiners would mark you down, I think, if you used swear words. So yeah, just be like, dropping F-bombs. And speaking part one, you could be like, okay, this, you know, if I were talking to my friend about this, I might drop an F-bomb right now, but I know it's inappropriate, so I won't. That'd be funny. I would love it if a candidate said that. Yes, it's perfect. And you guys, if you have thought, if you have questions about swearing in English, when is it appropriate? What words can you use in front of whom? This, there aren't, it's not easy to find lessons about that, but we have a whole module on that in our Connected Communicator course. So if you don't know a lot about that, you can check it out at allearsenglish.com slash connected, right, Jessica? Make sure I'm right uh, on that connected link. Connected or connection? I think it's connection. Maybe both work. <laughs> you check that really quick. Um, yeah. But what is this that course? module? Is amazing. We talked to a. Te- it's yeah. We talked to in that module about this um, to this tattoo artist who swears a ton, and we like break down all the curse words and what they mean and how they're used, and we talk about the situations that they are appropriate who you could use them in. Yeah, the course is for general fluency. Jessica and Lindsay take a road trip all over the United States, all the different areas. You hear all of these different American accents, and they're interviewing natives about topics that we actually talk about, right? Gun control, immigration, cursing, food, right? All the stuff that we actually talk about. And each uh, module has great quizzes, vocabulary lessons, so you can improve your general fluency. So it's great not only for, you know, just people learning English in general, but also if you're preparing for IELTS, because you're improving your listening skills, your re- your um, speaking skills, you have a chance to practice speaking as well. Yes, totally. Um, guys, you can get your level for any purpose for free on our website, guys. Just go to allearsenglish.com. You can take an IELTS quiz, a short free IELTS quiz, and get your estimated band score and resources, okay? You can also take a business English quiz. You can take a general fluency quiz, but Find out where you're at for any purpose, guys. Start at our website for free. Go to allearsenglish.com and just click test my level. Okay, fantastic. Good job Um, on your part two answer. That was a good one. It's not an easy question. No, it was hard, guys. It's harder than you think. Definitely practice this, guys. Come back to the website, allearsenglish.com. Um, slash IELTS. And this is episode 1010. In the comments, tell us how you would answer this question. Yes. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, this has been fun. Thanks for yes. hanging out today. Yes. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.